step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, if you miss something, it's John and Ken On Demand, the podcast, and you could listen to what you missed 24-7. And in about 15 minutes, or right about that, we're going to give out another keyword for your chance to win some money, like we've been doing here on KFI. We'll do it again, of course, at 3.20 as well. Uh, yesterday at this time, we had a guest who's coming back on, because in between, there was a Malibu City Council meeting last night, and a lot of residents showed up to say it's time to do something more than what we've done about uh, this dangerous section of Pacific Coast Highway through Malibu. Last week, it's a week ago today, four young women were killed when a speeding 22-year-old lost control of his car and started hitting other cars and eventually hit them as they were standing by the side of the roadway, and they were all killed. So this is not the first time people have obviously raised concerns about the dangers of people speeding on this section of PCH, but the death of these four women have gotten people to say, now you've really got to do something that makes a difference. So let's bring back our guest from this time yesterday, uh, Chris Weisner, to talk more about last night and where we go from here. Chris, welcome again. Well, hi, John Ken, and thank you for having me back. Um, I'm Chris Weisner. I run a marketing agency about called Baby Candy. And unfortunately, you know, I've lived and worked on PCH just a mile apart from my residence for 20-plus years. I've seen it all. Uh, I have never seen a city council meeting like last night. I have never seen so much media attention. I have never seen so many people speak. Um, we had, you know, Lindsay Horvath was there in person speaking. Senator Ben Allen, I believe, called in and spoke to us. Uh, we heard from everyone. But you know who we didn't hear from? The number one entity responsible for this situation and all the negligence that led to this. Not only this, the Emily Shane tragedy in 2010, and every single thing before that for decades. And that's Caltrans District 7. Um, I don't know where they were yesterday. I'm so fueled that they weren't even there. Uh, they weren't there to pay their respects. They weren't there to say a word. They, and they are the number one entity responsible. They issued a statement to Channel 7. I don't know if you saw it, Chris. No, I have not seen that yet. Caltrans expresses condolences, blah, blah, blah. They've, we've implemented numerous upgrades and safety enhancements to PCH from Santa Monica to Oxnard. Traffic signals, median delineators, raised center medians, crosswalks, high visibility lane striping, improved guardrails, pedestrian activated crosswalk beacons, including one at Will Rogers State Beach. And then they go on to say, we'll continue to coordinate with people. Do you, you know, like any of that? Sounds like no offense. This sounds like a copy and paste of every time they've ever said something after a tragedy. It's no different. Sounds also like a CYA, cover your beep. And, you know, I want to see them actually present at city council. I want to see them talking to us, the people that are dealing with this, that deal with it every day and work with us as a collaborative effort. I don't see them getting involved. That's I'm surprised. You're right. They had a great PR agent. Did anybody invite them from the city council? Everybody in the entire community, everybody involved is openly invited. All the news is invited. Where were they? 
hundred percent. I'm sure they know about well, that. Well, if because they, if if they what, if they really did what they claimed in that press release, they should explain how it's been effective. It's because right. it doesn't seem to have mattered at all. It's really easy for an agency to promote a bunch of things that sound nice, but don't really make a difference when it comes to reducing the crashes and reducing the deaths. Exactly, because look, they failed Malibu. They failed these girls. They failed 44 people the last decade since Emily Shane. 44 people, 44 lives. That doesn't include all the injuries and other accidents. It's uh, not a highway at all. And that was the other part of the talk there was it's a roadway or a boulevard, whatever you want to call it. But Caltrans can and should slow everyone down when they're in business or residential zones. They can and should re-engineer re the road using what I just heard is called quick build. It's something they could do in several months, not several years, several months. What is that? And after that, they could do a longer-term handling of that situation. What, what, what is, uh, what's the word you used? Quick. quick build. It's something I've just been learning about in the last 24 hours where they can make some immediate changes. They're necessary. For example, you know where Dead Man's Curve is. They could re-engineer a few things there. Like, for one, I heard from a resident there, Tina Siegel, uh, who lives right there. Oh, I know that her. crosswalk that they put there is deadly. Why is there a crosswalk on the straightaway? Nobody actually stops for that. I had an ex-girlfriend who almost ran somebody over there while I was in the passenger seat. Nobody stops there when somebody crosses. Uh, there's so many things that they re-engineer. They could slow it down over there immediately. I mean, the list goes on and on, but we need to see immediate actions from Caltrans District 7. We need to see their face at these city council meetings, at these task force. We need to feel that they are actually doing something that has an impact this time. Do you know Not a bulleted list from press, for, you know, for whoever wrote that. Um, did, did, have you ever encountered Tony Tavares? He's supposedly uh, District 7 director. Because I, no, I, I found I a website. Well, let me give you a few names here because uh, apparently Caltrans showed up at, uh, uh, at at some event, and he is the director, Tony Tavares, and his leadership team is Gloria Roberts, the chief deputy district mm -hmm. director, Barbara Marquez, a deputy district director for sustainability uh, and innovation. And uh, uh, Bianca Rodriguez, Deputy District Director of External Affairs, I think these people have to be personally called in their offices, repeatedly contacted, because they're anonymous. They don't show up in public, and all they do is issue an anonymous press release. We need to know the people who ought to be implementing new policies, new changes there. 1,000%. I mean, the way I see it right now, and I'll repeat some words I said at the city council last night. Caltrans District 7 is a negligent dinosaur. They're prehistoric. They haven't changed. They haven't budged. They've had decades to solve these problems and make significant difference, and they haven't. And, you know, a press release from them, wonderful. I don't care. I want to see change. I care what you do, not what you say. We hear those words, and guess what? We'll be at another tragedy again in a matter of no time. Well, because it's We're such a straightaway, you, you, know, you know there's a lot of young guys who are driving uh, really nice cars. And of course. they're high on their own testosterone and maybe, maybe some other drugs, too. And, 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 yeah, and or coming out of a bar. Right. And so that road is designed 
to encourage those guys to show off, to go 100 miles an hour in their sports car. It, it, it's, it's such a lure for, for that crowd. And, and I've seen plenty of them go flying by. Oh, I see it every night. You know, Wednesday nights are very popular, 9 p.m. to midnight. You're going to hear people drag racing. They go over 100. They go 100 to 150. I've seen them go even higher than 150. I saw that happen 24 hours after these poor girls passed. Yeah. You know, it wasn't it wasn't an accident, by the way. It was a collision, a crash, a fatality. And that's on Caltrans. They could have done many things. They've had decades. It's not happening fast enough. I really hope that they can collaborate with us, that they can collaborate with the city, the Chamber of Commerce, every entity, every resident that cares here, and they show their face as city council. For them not to be there last night, that alone was a disrespect. They the should last, have been there. They in the last four years, they're, they're saying more than 3,000 tickets were issued for speeding just in the last four years on that stretch. Yeah, it's about 50% of, I think I heard a number around 6,300 tickets. There was a sergeant that repeated that last night. Yeah, and he so said on Sunday, an 18-year-old an eighteen year old without a license was arrested for reckless driving at a speed of 109. That just happened oh, Sunday. It, I heard and it, it goes on every time we, my wife and I are on that road. We, we see these guys going 109 if they can. You know, and, if, if, and if the if worst part, that girl knew. The officer asked her if she knew about this tragedy, and she did. Wow. I mean, can you just imagine? It hasn't changed. So look, Caltrans has the, they are the sole entity that can make people slow down right. on PCH. So they're going to have to and that will make it safer. They're going to have to physically redesign the road because obviously the, the strategies don't bother these kids and and the and um the speed cameras so the tickets don't bother them either. So you need the road to be reconstructed in a way so you simply can't go that fast. 100%. And it truly is a collection of solutions though. Caltrans is the biggest part of all of it. That's why I'm focused on that, but we need yeah education we need the speed cameras but that might take a year or two at most i mean at, at the fastest to get that we know that so right now the immediate solution is caltrans district seven they've got to be held accountable they've got to show their face they've got to do something they've got to collaborate with the city we're here to help them if they're willing to collaborate with us but if they do nothing they might as well have driven the car themselves that hurt those four girls and two of them i knew personally and i'm heartbroken and Asha Weir, God, my heart goes out to her and her family. She was one of my favorite people I've ever employed, and I worked with her nearly two years. Talked to her every single week. She was going to babysit my three-and-a-half-month-old daughter right before this happened, six days before. And that's just how good of a soul she was. And she didn't deserve this. And you know her name? I, let, I found out the memorial from her mom. Her mom spoke about her name. Her name, Asha, meant hope. Well, I hope. Caltrans District 7 hears this. I hope they can make some quick build changes. I hope they can slow down traffic because those girls, those four girls and everyone before them should not have passed in vain. Those weren't accidents. They were preventable. And there's something that could have been done. And slower speeds would have done it. And then you combine every other solution and you have it. You know, I really do think we can get to a safe PTH. All right, and Chris. I mean safe, not safer. All right, we'll check in with you again, but thanks for coming on once again. Thank and giving you, Jonathan. It All right, that's uh, Chris Weisner, uh, a Malibu resident we had on yesterday and attended last night's city council meeting. Uh, it says here by night's end, 
They voted unanimously to ask staff for a report and to consider a motion to declare an emergency, which would free up resources. I don't know what that... I I found the names of these uh, Caltrans District uh, 7 uh, leadership team members. Uh, it was it was on a website. Such a corporate thing. Leadership well, it was team a, members. Well, it's on a website called uh, the organization is called WTS. It's some kind of uh, their slogan is advancing women, advancing transportation. So it's some kind of women's organization involved in transportation. I, I really can't figure this out. But anyway, so in July, January twenty seventh of twenty twenty one, they had a lunch program, and Tony Tavares, who is the director of District Seven for Caltrans, was the main speaker, and his lieutenants were there, and he spoke on uh, transportation equity. Oh, see, he, he that's an- what they get distracted by. Yeah, he answered questions from the attendees about hiring, sustainability. Oh, oh. <laughs> All the, it's more important that we have diversity than a safe PCH in Malibu. All these nonsense, garbage, woke buzzwords. Apparently nothing about PCH being a death trap for decades. But as long as we have equity. In fact, you know, as long as there's not a... Caltrans dis- is too white. Yeah, yeah, that's right. As long as we don't have a disproportionate number of uh, car accident victims belonging to one demographic or another, then everything's cool. Oh, man. Yeah. That's I mean, where we are, isn't it? This is this is what they waste their time on. So if you have like an hour and a half for a luncheon and you're going to talk about something, why would you talk about sustainability and diversity and and equity and not what does it take to redesign PCH through Malibu so you don't have dozens of people dying every year? Tony I, Tavares. That's who you ought to direct all your communications to. District Tony 7. Tony Tavares. All yeah. right. That's, that's a good name to hang on to. All right. When we return, you have a chance to win some money. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.